This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Not only could I finish The Father 2, but I could also tell a backstory if I really wanted to, because that's a good story. It's fun to go back into that world. What do you think is the best order to watch Star Wars? Roger, Roger. It's unfair. Hey everyone, what is going on today? So, there is a common question by some of you. Why did George come out with episodes 4, 5, 6, then 1, 2, 3? Well, the answer is because Yoda was in charge of the order. Thanks guys, I'll see you. No. So sometimes I forget that not everyone here is a diehard fan. So these videos hopefully spread the info evenly for those who want to know, but don't. Some might think that it's weird George started from episode 4 with Star Wars back in 1977. Why did he do this? Did he know that he'd make the prequels later on? Why didn't he just continue the story from Return of the Jedi and go on to 789, which is what Disney is doing now? Well, truth of the matter is, he actually was going to continue with 789, but then he thought it would be more fun to go back in time and tell the story of everything before it happened. So originally, episode 4 didn't have a number. The number wasn't added until Empire came out, in which then it was actually labeled 2 in Roman numerals. The original version for Empire Strikes Back received a hand treatment from George, from which experienced writer Lee Brackett did a first draft. The original script for that was slightly different where Vader wasn't really Vader, he was just Luke's father who comes as a force ghost to guide Luke, making Obi-Wan the guy who killed him. So in fact, originally Vader was supposed to say, Obi-Wan killed your father. Now, sadly, once Brackett passed away, George went back and changed the script, making Vader Luke's father and Obi-Wan to be his guide, and, and pretty much making Star Wars the way it is now. It was only in rewriting that draft after Brackett's death that George came up with the idea to tell Vader's backstory in three prequel films, and then, you know, four, five, six came out. Now, in many documentaries from the behind-the-scenes footage from the prequels, which I'm going to put one of them at the end of this video, he goes over how he could have never done these scenes back in the 80s. The technology in the last 20 years has just come so far, which has allowed him to make virtually more than half of his movies in CGI. 
for the prequels at least. Now in the originals, they used real models and scenes for filming with less green screens used in any of the prequels if you combine all the originals together. I really like the originals. I think it gave it more of a realistic feel as the CGI was still great in the prequels, but it wasn't really perfected as it kind of is now in the early 2000s. In episode one, the entire fight between the droids and Gungans was done in CGI and so was every single clone trooper done. Their armor, their guns, everything, they were all CGI. This of course wasn't possible when episode four came out in 77 and then later on in the 80s. And then very difficult in terms of cost. It's always a limiting factor. But even if you take that out, there were things that just couldn't be done regardless of how much money you had. One of the problems I had with Yoda is that, uh, for instance, is that he couldn't move more than six feet any one thing, and I couldn't show his legs. So I couldn't show him in a wide shot, and I couldn't show him running, jumping, or walking, really, any distance. We had to sort of rig backpacks and things to make him, to be able to transport him places. Now I can make him move anywhere I want. It's a great asset to be able to have a lot of the creatures that couldn't move before be able to move. Now, what a lot don't know is that George had help writing the originals, but when it came to the prequels, it was pretty much all him. And by that time, he was known as, of course, the legend, George Lucas. So for people to tell him that an idea was good or bad was sort of shot down before it even landed on the conference table because of his track record from the originals. This could be a reason why a lot of original trilogy fans didn't like the prequels as much because it was more of George in those ones than in the originals. Personally, I really like the prequels. I'm a huge George Lucas Star Wars fan, but of course, nothing will ever bring the same feel as the originals. Those are just classics and they should stay untouched until the very end of time. As for George wanting to make all nine movies, this was actually going to happen, and he would have. He wrote out 789, at least parts of them, but the partial reason was due to him getting such a bad backlash from the prequels, in particular The Phantom Menace, and this is kind of what pushed him to sell the franchise in the first place. Just think, all those beautiful, amazing stories from 789 that we'll probably never see. When these three, I do these three, then it's finished. I've, I've kind of done the, the story, and I, I feel I've accomplished what I set out to do originally, even more so, because what I really set out to do was the first three. I didn't even think I would get the first three done until after the films came out. And then when the films came out, I realized not only could I finish the other two, but I could also tell a backstory if I really wanted to, because that's a good story. It's fun to go back into that world. Now, when George did sell Star Wars to Disney, they did agree to honor what his story was telling and basically continue from it. But, of course, it's, you know, taken a little bit of a different path, and that's fine. I guess, you know, we'll see what goes on from here. So let me know, everyone. What do you think is the best order to watch Star Wars? George claims that the best way to watch them now is from 1 to 6, but you know, I grew up with 4 to 6 and then 1 to 3, so for me, I'm pretty happy with it. But it makes me wonder what it's like for a newbie coming into Star Wars and seeing them all from, you know, chronological order. Anyways, I hope that answered this question. Thank you for watching, everyone. Have an awesome day, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends. I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.